What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Welcome back. All the smoke coming to you from the Excess Nightclub at the beautiful Wynn Hotel. One more again. Sponsored by Legends. We appreciate you guys to come out. Uh, our next guest, man, we've been chasing this guy since he got drafted. We almost locked him down last year. He slipped away from us, but we caught his ass this year, man. Yo, yeah. Welcome to the show, Chet Holmgren. Yes, Chet, sir. what up, baby? Appreciate y'all having me. Man, thank you for coming through. Um, number two pick of last year's draft 
Yo. suffer a foot injury in, was it Jamal Crawford Summer League? Yeah, crossover. Yeah, the crossover yeah. Summer League last summer. What was it like, first and foremost, being drafted number two, but then having to sit and watch the entire season? Mm. I don't know. There's a lot of emotions. Obviously, you guys know what it's like, you know, to come into the league. You know, you guys got these aspirations, all the shit you've worked hard for. And then it was like, it's like just ran into a wall. And there's mm -hmm. nothing I could do about it. Um, just kind of an instance thing. Uh, and then after that, it was just trying to figure out how to get back. What was the actual injury? It was, it was your foot, right? Yeah, so it was a, a Liz Frank injury. So it's basically a midfoot injury, uh, and it was an uh, injury to a small ligament in my foot. But somehow the process of recovering just, you know. It took a long kind of, time. Yeah, it takes a long time. So how long were you actually off of your foot before you were able to put weight back on and do anything? Uh, I mean, it was a process. You know, I had surgery, uh, and then for six weeks I was on a scooter, just shooting on a scooter every day. Literally did the same routine every single day. Uh, and then from there, it was like crutches, and then one crutch, and then walking with the boot. And then, you know what I'm saying? It was just step after step. And I probably wasn't walking normal until, I mean, I had a second surgery to get the hardware out. So, mm. you know, it was, it was months. Yeah. So what has the last year been like? Obviously, drafted, hurt, watched the whole season, healthy. Yeah. Now you're, you're, you're in the midst of summer league right now going into your rookie season, so to speak. What has this last year been like for you? It obviously looked a lot different than if I was playing, but it had all the same ups and downs. Uh, you know, it had the hard days, the good days. Uh, you know, the days where I felt like I was making a lot of progress and then the days where it felt like the same days yesterday. Um, you know, I just tried to kind of stay level-headed through it uh, and just, you know, not let it become a curse. You know, obviously you don't want that to happen, but you can either make it a blessing and make, you know, make something good out of it or just kind of just sit there and not right. do nothing with it. And then, you know, it just continues to get worse and worse. So Re recently you said you've been trying to add weight uh, to your frame. What has that process been like kind of just developing? You're still so young. You just turned 21 in May. Yeah. What has it been like just trying to add some muscle to your body? No, nah, like y'all said, it's not just about being big. You know, there's so much into the game now. Like you got to be able to move still uh, and do so many different things. It's not necessarily about gaining weight. Uh, it's really just trying to work on my body, you know. Getting stronger. Yeah, stronger, more athletic, really. The weight kind of comes with it. Uh, as you add some muscle and, you know, get older, you always, you know, add weight. But I don't want to add the wrong weight and just get, you know, some big, mm -hmm. broad shoulders and now I'm moving slow, can't move, my knees hurt, you know. So, you know, the focus has been just working on my body all around and, like, how it plays into my game and how I play. So. How do you feel about your game right now? Obviously, coming into the draft, you was cooking. Great, yeah. great year in college. Number two pick, playing well in the summer league a long layoff, where do you feel like your game? Are you 100% back, or where do you feel your game is at right now? Uh, I mean, I definitely feel like I'm in a good groove right now, but, uh, you know, whether I never got hurt or I'm in the position I'm in now, you know, I'm just, you know, out there trying to learn from my mistakes as a young player and, and kind of grow through it. Uh, you know, my game isn't finished. I don't think it'll ever be finished. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like a puzzle with unlimited pieces, mm. you know, so unlimited, just trying to add that real. next piece over and over, um, and that's kind of where I'm at. I uh, definitely feel like I'm in a different flow than I was last year when I got hurt, but I feel like I'm doing some things better, some things, you know, I got to kind of get caught back up with. But, uh, you know, I, I just got no complaints, man. I'm blessed to be back out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I'm going to tell you, too, it ain't, it ain't too much about gaining weight. Like, as you play, you're going to learn how to take those bumps and bruises, hitting the floor and all that. Your body going to get used to it. So it ain't just too much about gaining weight. It's about getting used to the game. Yeah, staying um, healthy, too, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Thunder. SGA, Kaysen Wallace, I coached a lot of these guys. Lou Dort, uh, 
Get it, Jalen Williams. Y'all got a stack squad. Got a young, good team. How you feel about next year? Man, I'm excited just because, you know, our management does a great job of putting great guys in, in the locker room uh, as well as on the staff. Um, but we're also so young. Like, everybody has room to grow. Shea, everybody saw what he did last year, but, you know, he just turned 25 like two days ago. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's going to continue to get better. And, you know, it's just going to be on us to, to get in the lab together and, and build that chemistry and, and figure out how to put the pieces together because, you know, we got, we got a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. Talk about SGA. I mean, he had a great year. You got a chance to watch him for a whole season. What's so special about him? I mean, you see what's so special about him on the court, you know, when he picks that ball up. But uh, honestly, if you didn't see all the highlights and the Instagram followers and stuff, if you were just around him every day and didn't know about all that, you'd think he's a regular person. Uh, you know, he laughs and jokes with us. Uh, you know, the same as the last guy on the roster, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is great for our team because, you know, it doesn't yeah. create that hierarchy. doesn't, you know, nobody feels like they're not good enough to talk to this person about mm-hmm. this. You know, we're kind of just, everybody's on the same level, which is huge for us. And that's, and that's good when your star is like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 definitely. Great leader, too. For sure. On such a young team, what players have been able to teach you about life in the NBA? Like, do you have any, any, any OGs? Like Are there any, any bets on that team? Uh, uh, I mean... We had we That's had good. Mike last year, and then he ended up in Boston. We got uh, K. Rich with us, but like, like we don't even really have rookie duties because really, know, it's everybody's Luke, so young. Lou you know Dart looked like an OG. He just a young <laughs> boy, but he looked like an OG. Yeah, y'all just got the line, blind leading the blind. Yeah, pretty much. But Lou Dart you know, played linebacker like right now in the field. Big shit. Yeah, he big yeah, shit. Yeah, I feel like we do a pretty good job of not having to learn through mistakes off the court. Uh, like like I said, we got great dudes in the locker room, and obviously mistakes happen, but, you know, we do a pretty good job of looking out for each other and making sure, Dope. you know, we're not doing too much. I've been I've been telling people about you since I was able to give, coach you at um, the Iverson game, yeah. and I got you from my rookie of this year this year. Talk about Jalen Williams. He, he was second in rookie of the year voting. Talk about him. Man, he's a hooper. I knew, I knew he was really good before you know all the nba stuff we played against him in uh in conference play in college and you know we smacked his team by like 30 but he had 20 each game so like mm-hmm. i knew he could hoop uh you know not trying to take too many shots at santa clara but um you know we're kind of on top of the wcc so mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah yeah he can hoop uh he can do it all um you know Big body with skill, you know. Yeah. That's that's what the NBA is about. So for those of y'all who don't know, he is eligible for rookie of the year since he didn't play last year. So oh, yeah. no, he's I got him winning it. I was gonna say that at the end of the show, but yeah, he's both of our he's both of our picks for rookie yeah, of the year this show. year. It's love, appreciate y'all, man. Any teams or players you're looking to go against, former teammates, guys you played against AUs, current superstars, anybody you looking forward to playing against this year? I mean, every single game is gonna be like oh, I want to play this dude or I want to play this team because, like, where the league is at, every team's got talent right Parody, now. There, yeah. There's no team where it's like you look at them and they're like, you know, the 10-win Bobcast or something mm-hmm. like that. Outside of yourself, obviously looking to have a big year. Anybody on your team, younger guy, you, you think will have a breakout year this year? Man, we just got so much talent on our team. Like, it's like going to be, it's be, gonna be like a team? New, it's going to be like a new guy every single game. Somebody's, mm-hmm. you know, the ball's going to bounce this dude's way this game. This dude's going to hit shots this game. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got we got dudes who, you know, didn't get the most opportunity uh, last year or just got with the team or whatever that, you know, when you watch them some games, you're just going to see, 
Like this dude can hoop mm-hmm. from from Kaysen to to Ooze to to Trey to you know all the way down the, yeah, all the way D. down the roster. Like yeah. like we got dudes. That's so. what I'm excited about to see SGA go to the two and Kaysen at the point. I'm definitely you know excited to see you play with both of those. But to have yeah. SGA at the two where he ain't got to run the offense, that's gonna be scary. Just I mean he don't have to run the offense anyways. Like he don't even <laughs> he don't even talk to coach about. You know, I want this play run for me. He's like, you know, I'm going to touch the ball. He just Regardless. I'm going to touch the ball. That's all. You know, if he touched the ball, he's going to get 30. So mm, mm. Yeah, well, he's one cold. of those dudes for sure. Uh, first year coming in, are there any goals you set for yourself? Rookie of the year, play a certain amount of games, all rookie, anything like that? Or is it more team focused for you? Uh, I mean, I'd say it's a little bit of both. Um, you know, like the personal stuff, like I kind of keep to myself. But mm-hmm. obviously, like winning's the first and foremost thing all the time. Um you know, if you don't win, you don't really get respect. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the number one thing is winning, helping figure out how to win with my teammates too, you know, because if they see I'm just out there to try and reach personal accolades, like, they're not going to rock with that, mm. you know, and I wouldn't rock with that either if, you know, I saw somebody Someone trying to do that. It. So, uh, you know, it's going to start day one of training camp. I mean, it already has started really, but, you know, between us players, coaching staff, you know, we just got to figure out how to win as many games as we can. Outside of your teammates, three guys you like to watch? Current or, like, former... Just whatever. whatever. Period. Uh, I mean, Durant, I've been watching Durant since I started playing. Uh, I got to hoop against him last summer, hopefully again this summer too. Um, you know, that's always a good bump. Be able to work on your shit with, mm-hmm. you know, dudes who got what you're trying to mm-hmm. get, what you're get trying to, to get. you know what I'm saying? So, uh, guys like Durant, uh, my first year starting watching NBA basketball was, was Dirk in 2011. So, you know, I've always watched a lot of his bump. Um, and then, like, I could name 10 dudes for the third spot from Mike to Kobe to, mm-hmm. like, dudes like Book, you know, all the super skilled guys and, mm. you know, try to take something from them. Thanks. I used to watch a little Matt Barnes and Stack back in the Yeah, day. yeah, you know, we got a little something. We caused a little ruckus there now and then. Uh, growing up in Minneapolis, what yeah. was that like? It's cool. Like, we've had a good amount of talent coming out of there the last few years. Um, it's just... Uh, you know, kind of once you get up, get up out of there and kind of move on to the different hoop scenes, um, especially when all the other dudes have gotten out of there too and they're hooping here, hooping there, uh, it's tough to, you know, kind of find runs out there just because everybody's all over the place. So, um, you know, I'm wherever the runs are at really. So, uh, you know, I spend a lot of time in L.A. or, uh, you know, wherever I can find runs really. Um, but, you know, we got a lot of talent that came out of there, whether – I played with them or against them. You know, it's all love back in Minnesota. Um, yeah, I hope everybody succeeds from there, you know. You blew up in high school. Um, you had a viral moment when you was at Steph Camp. Is that when you blew up and everybody knew who you was? That's, that was your viral moment? i say, like, my internet fame, I guess, picked up in that moment. But, like, the beginning of that kind of AAU season was when I, like, took off the basketball world kind of figured out who I was mm-hmm. uh you know I came out that first first uh tournament on 17s and averaged like a triple double with blocks so mm. like after that it was kind of just you know an uphill trajectory and then that moment happened and that's when like all the little kids you know started knowing my name and like everywhere I'd go I'd get like little people screaming my name asking for signatures and stuff which was probably good that I had that early on because uh, like I kind of got used to it learned how to move how to you know how to deal with it in regular life, you know? Hey, 
In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You ended up uh, landing at Gonzaga. Yeah. What makes Gonzaga such a basketball powerhouse? I mean, there's a lot of reasons. They've had a lot of talent come through there, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, the coaches figure out how to piece that talent together and, and figure out how to win with it. So, um, you know, I'd say that's, that's one of the main reasons, being able to get talent in there, 
you know, all the way back in the days with Tommy. He's at Arizona now, but uh, he got a lot of international guys in there. And then eventually, uh, you know, a lot of dudes from, you know, in America started showing up and, uh, you know, they were able to make some good runs with it. And, you know, I see that going forward. They got a good squad coming up this year too. Transfer portal shit's all yeah, all different. Change the game so. completely. Yeah. Even though you know this positionless basketball now, you're seeing more guys being able to do more things on the court. You know, we were two-way players, but you're seeing guys like you, your size, being able to do things guards do. Uh, with your skill set, how do you uh, look at the evolution of the game with more big guys like you, Wimbyama, guys that are coming in the game that can do it all past seven foot? Yeah, I, I think it's huge. Like, if you look at some of the more old school offenses, like. Like, it's slower and the ball gets stuck more because two people have to have the ball the whole time. There's two people on the court who can't do shit with the ball. Now mm -hmm. now it's like shit's moving constantly side to side, back and forth. You got actions happening on the weak side, and then you got dudes who just catch the ball and just do some crazy shit. It's like, mm -hmm. how did that just happen? You know, because it's like now all five dudes on the floor got to be able to play with the ball and, and make decisions. So, like, that's part of that. And the three-point shooting, I say, is part of why, like, the offensive offenses have taken off so much um, and like the points per game has gone up so much. Um, but I think it's great for basketball too. If people wanted to watch big dudes run into each other, they go to a WWE match, you know? So right. It's, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's about watching skill and, and, you know, seeing shit that like you don't really see regular people do at the park, you know? Well, it's going to be good for me because I used to see Tim Duncan and David Robinson run a pick and roll, a four and five pick and roll. Yeah. That's and crazy that to say like, that, right? That was like Tim, mind Tim blowing Hamlet back then. Nobody, nobody's seen out. that before. But yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to be able to see a lot of that with guys like you and with me, y'all. So it's going to be yeah. good for the game, I think. Almost definitely. Um, AI Classic alumni, um, that's what we met. Um, we I've, I've formed a relationship with a lot of guys. Just talk about uh, during the pandemic how important that game was because a lot of games wasn't going on. Yeah, I mean, that was the only one we got. Yeah. So, like, that was, like, the last chance in high school. It's, like, me and P got to play against each other. All these dudes who, like, are, you know, everybody got something to prove, you know. So it's, like, mm -hmm. uh, we all get to play against each other one last time before we go to college. And, uh, you know, it's always great to compete. So you, normally you get McDonald's. You get the Nike Hoop Summit. Mm -hmm. You get Jordan Brand. You get Iverson. You get, you know, whatever it is. We only got that one. So, like, that was, you know, our one chance to go at it and, you know, shout out to y'all for putting putting together the event, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, Bobby Bates. Oh yeah, thank you, Chip, for coming. Uh, I just <laughs> want to appreciate you and uh, Brian Daly from Showtime. Uh, they, <laughs> y'all really put on a great event. Uh, Jelani, uh, Jelani, uh, uh, you really listened to me this time. I know you kind of got frustrated with me telling you to turn the music down, but uh, I understand your production <laughs> methods. Okay, thank you, Jelani. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bobby Bates. I don't Bobby know Bates. who he was impersonated, but <laughs> that was Bobby. Oh, that's Bobby. Bobby. Bobby? Okay. That's Bobby. That makes sense. It makes sense that anything you picked up, you know, obviously working on your craft, getting healthy, but anything you picked up from just sitting a whole year and watching the game from the front row? Yeah, I picked up a lot of things. Um, like not only from a team sense of just like how the NBA game works and like how our team kind of works as a team, but also, like, there's shit you see up close that you do not see on the TV, like mm -hmm. all the elbows Chris Paul would be throwing. And, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, all the little tiny shit that the TV you don't really pick up, but yeah. you see all that when you're 20 feet away. So, like, picked up all that, you know, some footwork shit. Like, you know, I, I couldn't play, but, you know, I tried to focus as much as my ADHD would allow and, you know, 
again try to make something of it because you know i couldn't really do yeah, shit. That, that was, that's, shit that's the hard part of it like you know you get drafted uh front office believes in you your friends and family believe in you the fan base believes in you and then it's like now you got to sit down and it's well, like speak, you can't really yeah, go out there and do and, like it. you can't yeah speak to the mental side of that because obviously you were physically hurt but you as you're touching on right now that shit is a mental drain it's mentally frustrating i'm sure like you said nah. there's up days there's down there's probably a lot of down days we talked to Clay Thompson when he had to miss nearly two and a half years, and he said it was the hardest thing he had ever gone through in his life. That's probably the first time basketball's really been taken from you, right? No, facts. Before that, I'd never been hurt for longer than a week or two weeks. Mm -hmm. I've never really missed basketball, and, you know, that's tough when you're not hooping, especially, like, that's the first time I've ever not been able to hoop, and it's tough because, like, you know, whenever, you know, something doesn't go my way or, you know, I'm pissed off or something, you know, I just go hoop and go compete, let it all out at the gym or whatever, and, you know, not being able to do that, you know, it's tough. Uh, and, you know, I was, I'm thankful to have good people around me. And, you know, I know a lot of times that can kind of lead to bad things for people looking mm -hmm. for other outlets. Yeah. So, you know, I just tried to keep my focus on basketball. Like, I couldn't really compete, but, you know, I was more just kind of competing with myself at that point to stay locked in. Yeah. Um, Let me tell you, though, being hurt, it, it, the bonus side from that is you have to think and see and dream your success in basketball before I mean, it actually happens. You gotta do happens. that even if you're not hurt, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, we I, all I done had that. to envision myself getting to the NBA before I could exactly. do it, you know what I'm saying? So exactly. like, it, it was just like doubling down on that process really of it. And, you know, I feel like I did that pretty well, you know, I didn't kind of let my focus slip at all. And again, like, I had great people around me who continue to believe in me. Like, it's, it's, it's easy to think like, oh, I got hurt, you know, now, like, I know Jamal Murray went through the same thing. Mm -hmm. I saw some, he was saying like, oh, I'm damaged goods, y'all gonna trade me now. Like, all those thoughts go through your mm -hmm. head, you know, yeah. so it's, it's just good having, like, the people behind you, not only like my family and friends who've like always been behind me, but like, you know, from the medical staff and the front office and the coaches just seeing like the process that we went through every single day and like how much they worked with mm -hmm. me, like it really showed like, how much they, you know, Talk valued you. me. Yeah. And, you know, I had to, I couldn't take that for granted. So, like, it helped me lock in even more, you know. Yeah. Give us a, a summertime day in the life of Chet. So, if you're in L.A. for a month, give me a, a, a typical grind day. What time are you up? What are you doing and, until you go to sleep? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be different every day. Um, you know, unfortunately, in L.A., there's traffic and shit, so you got to factor <laughs> all that in. Um, but I... I Usually I'm up at 8 a.m. Uh, you know, I got to get a big breakfast in, and I can't go straight from eating hella food to on the court. Uh, so, you know, I'll eat my breakfast, and then, uh, you know, I'll either get treatment or get a stretch in or something like that. And then from there, I'm in the weight room, and then I go from the weight room to the court. Uh, you know, I'm planning to play two to three days a week uh, out in L.A. this year. You'll be up um, at UCLA? Uh you need oh, to stop sure. by. Yeah, like I, I mean, said, I'm wherever the runs are at. Yeah, you know, UCLA I, is like, where one of the runs will come, yeah, come up there. And fuck I can't with. overdo it again. You know, Rico at runs. The end of the day, I gotta make sure I'm on that yeah. that court Stay for, for the real games. You know, but yep. I still gotta work on my shit. So, you know, I'm yeah. uh, I'm gonna try and sharpen the knives and, and be out there as much as I can. Um, you know, I'm, I'm gonna figure it out. But, you know, after that, right back to the meals, um, and then, you know, figure out something to do in, in the afternoon, whether it's you know dinner with some friends or go shopping a little bit, go to the beach, whatever, kind of mm -hmm. get your mind off it. And then, uh, you know, at night I got my, my supplements routine and, you know, I'll usually sit down and either watch highlights or some film or something. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's like a typical Monday through Friday for me. First big thing you bought, you got some good money, boy. 
What's the first big thing you bought? Something for your family, something for yourself? What was the first big thing you bought? Uh, shit. Uh, I mean, I bought a house, uh, which in Oklahoma City is a lot different than buying one in, in Beverly LA. Hills. <laughs> I got like different. a twenty million dollar house for like a twenty million. times less. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 20, <laughs> but, like twenty uh, times one less. Five. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, thankfully I got a, a little deal going where I don't gotta, you know, buy my cars. I got a little. Come on, you man. Know, that's like they that's usually it. the stupidest shit people throw money at. Is cars, just like yeah. buying yeah, cars I did and it. stuff. Um, but oh, I had every be, car in the sun. Yeah. And before they made it, I had it. Yeah, my first big purchase was probably the uh, the chain I had on draft night. Uh, you know, I got a little watch collection that's growing right now. I mm -hmm. uh, got a few Rolexes. Yeah, we, see you, we, see, we see you shining. Yeah, yeah. I just got a uh, frosted AP, mm -hmm. uh, one of two hundred. So okay. that's a special piece to yeah. me. Yeah, uh, and then I'm I'm working on something from a, from our pops right now, but. Uh, I don't want to like spoil it. Yeah, so, yeah, man. Don't, yeah, yeah. Still yeah. in the works. Just know it's coming, pops. Yeah. Is that is a just, day date you got on or was? Uh, they just. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is your solar camera right here. Yeah. Talk to your Oklahoma City fans and what they should expect from you this year. Man, Oklahoma City. Uh, I told y'all this when I got drafted, but uh, you know, man, I'm still ready. Uh, y'all gonna get my all. You know, day in, day out, game in, game out. Uh, you know, I'm gonna do what I gotta do. Uh, and whatever it takes to, you know, help us win these games. So, can't wait to be out there. They got a good one coming. There you go, Oklahoma. Uh, quick hitters before we get you out of here. One yeah, album good. on repeat for you. Shit, I got a few. Um, Name them. Just because y'all waited too, Lil Dirk. That's the blue one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that one. Um, I say PTSD, G Herbo. Um, uh, I put Future's last album on there. Um, I feel like Drake's next album going to be a hitter, so I got to put that one fire. on there. So yeah. you put it on there before it even. Yeah. I like Turn that. that shit on. Yo, I got a few others on there, but I'm a quick but, hitters, quick hitters. Yeah. MJ, Braun, Kobe. Rank them. Uh, 1A, 1B, 1C. I mean... Does it matter the names? It's just like, why? what does what the comparison do? You know what I'm saying? It's oh, like, what's the comparison? It's like... It's like Oh, it's a comparison. Like, I mean, I understand that, but I'm saying, like, me sitting here and arguing and saying you're wrong versus I'm right. Like, what no, are we, are we right. doing? Yeah, it's all opinion. That's based. what I'm yeah. saying. And, like, each of them did so much for the game. It's like, I feel like it kind of just diminishes the respect that we should be giving to them. Anybody you know? that, that's debating on the three, those three were better than all of us. That's what I'm saying. So it's Point like, blank. it's like a compliment to each of them that you're even arguing about it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah, but Kobe and John was better. Okay. If you could rewatch one game or sit courtside for any game in history, what game would that be? Shit. I'd have to say uh, Mike's game six in 98. Ooh, was that in Utah, right? Yeah. Flu, flu game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's flu was game. Was that the flu game? No, that was game that? five. Was it game no, five? I think you're talking, talking about the game winner, game I'm six. I'm talking about the, yeah. The game yeah, winner yeah. with uh, Byron uh, when he put it on uh, B. Yeah, Russell. Yeah. yeah. I'm asking you a question now. Five dinner guests, dead or alive? Ali, Tyson, Mike, Kobe. Um, Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Beast mode. Beast mode. Yeah, yeah, I like beast mode. That's a good call. Um, I got a chance to kind of first meet you as a person at a Legends event at Snoop's crib. Yeah. What was yeah. that? I think I met your uncle that night too, huh? Was that your uncle that was with you? Or was that your pops? Yeah, I mean, I call him uncle. Okay, uh, yeah, that's, that's so what was pops, it like? I mean, 
Snoop had you guys out there. You guys got a chance to play. What was that experience like? So, so nah, that's he, dope. He, like, he turns into other things. Huh? I don't know. I, I, I don't want to put that out there. He's too young to really no, talk I'm just about saying, that like, right now. You said you met him as a person. Is he anything else? I said the first time I met you, I met you in no, person. No, you said as a person. I'm not trying to get fined. You said as a person, dog. I'm just telling you what you said. You said as a person. I didn't know he was something else besides a person. My bad. Talk about that uh, that day, getting a chance to meet Snoop, <laughs> playing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's dope because like that was probably my first time in L.A. too. Um, you get to meet Snoop, but like the first it was kind of sketchy because like you know his compound. It's in the middle of L.A. and it looks like it's an, an abandoned it's warehouse. It's you in know the hood. Saying? Yeah, like. You know, you think you're getting like abducted or something when you roll in there, <laughs> and then you see you see his whole see little line of classic cars, and you're like, okay, this is definitely a new spot. Yeah, and then you know we got in there. He's got everything. He's got the court. He's got the green room, the game room, and it's just like the green room for yeah, real. It's like it was like hard to really even focus on playing basketball. I mean, the hoop's eight feet anyway. Right. You're just <laughs> this shit was little as yeah, So but, Snoopy fooling us. Yeah. Oh, when he's dunking out there, yeah, yeah he definitely yeah. lowers the hoop. Oh, yeah. oh. I'm yeah, thinking he's still 10 feet. Oh, no. Snoop ain't dunking on 10 like that. We're not trying to expose you. you. Yeah, we ain't, we ain't but, telling you secrets, but yeah, it ain't 10. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was a great time being out there. Uh, that was dope. So shout out, shout out Snoop yeah. for putting that together. That's family. That's family. Give me five players in the league you like to watch outside of your teammates. I mean, Kev, Book, uh, Luca, uh, AD, Embiid, you know, go down the line. Mm-hmm. Like the, the bigger skill dudes, uh, you know, I feel like I feel like I could take something from anybody's game and, you know. Make it your own? Yeah, be able to kind of work with it. But, you know, seeing what they do and how they do it, um, you know, I feel like it really applies. So, If you could see one guest on All the Smoke, who would it be? But? But you have to help us get them on the show. I mean, y'all network probably deeper than mine. I'm, I'm, you got, I'm a youngin in this game. I'm still, hey, you got, you know, you got still a, shaking hands, but. You got a, you got a teammate we ain't had yet. <laughs> Jay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I should have saw it's where Jay. y'all were going yeah. with that. Um, you know, I'll shoot him, I'll shoot him a text. Yeah, shoot bro a text. You know, just, yeah. just, tell him, just tell him we looking for him. He probably been looking for us. Give, him a, go, give, him, a, give him a good shout-out real quick. Yeah, come on, SGA. You, man, you already know you're one of the coldest guards in the game, bro. We've been waiting on you. Fashion, hoop, seem cool. Come sit down on the couch. And they love What's us in Canada, so let's set up something to pull up on you. Yep. In the summertime out in Canada? It don't even matter. Call, Canada popping all year round. Call yep. Drake. Yeah, I'll, I'll just tell him to, to watch the That's interviews. it. Yeah. Well, Chet, man, we appreciate your time. Glad you're back healthy. We got yes, a uh, Legends gift bag for you. Shout appreciate out Legends. Appreciate y'all having me, man. Yeah, but man, thank you. Wish you the best of luck. Glad you're healthy. Looking forward to you winning again. Jack and I both, you ever use Rookie of the Year, man, so don't let us down, goddammit. Well, that's a wrap. Chet Holmgren, all the smoke, sure. Las Vegas. Give it up one time. Yeah. We want to thank everybody for coming out today. We appreciate you. Obviously, Excess, Legends, Showtime, all of our guests, P After Dark. We appreciate you, baby. Uh, you can catch us on Showtime Basketball YouTube and the iHeart platform, Black Effects. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And for a limited time, get more fun for less with the Michigan Bundle for just $49.99. Exclusive to Michigan residents only. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.